In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all on this beautiful summer day. You may know that yesterday was the first day of summer, and today is the longest day of the year, so if you're going to work on your tan, today is the great day to do it. And we come before the altar of God. How beautiful to hear the Apostle Paul preach the kerygma, the gospel to us in such clear fashion through his letter to the Romans. That because of sin, it got all messed up. And, and you might even know it in your life when your own selfishness or sin got in the way of things. But the gracious gift of our Lord Jesus Christ came and the gift is not like the offense, rather his death on the cross, because he is the God-man, unifies God and man, and flows out to the grace of baptism and faith, so that once ruined relationship, now revived in Jesus Christ, you and I, by our faith and reception of the sacraments and works of charity and love, can restore union with God, and with neighbor, and it is beautiful to be encouraged because you might take in a little inspiration from the first reading, terror they say on every side, but rather to be consoled. And at the start of summer, I am going to title this, I'm sorry I didn't come up with a better title for it, this will be the summer of sanity. The sermons, I will have a series, so one sermon will connect throughout the, the other, all the way through the month of August. And just as I've done in the past, right, we've had the summer of divine love and talked about married life. We've had the summer of the sacred heart, talked about devotion to that. We had the summer of prayer. So this, the summer of sanity, is going to be predicated on a quote. And I know you all remember my sermons perfectly well and never forget a thing I say, but just in case... I want to remind you of a line I used from the theologian Frank Sheed on Trinity Sunday when he said, the habituation of the mind to the fact that infinite existence is also a someone is the key to understanding reality. You're like, oh yeah, I remember you said that. <laughs> the habituation of the mind to the fact that infinite existence, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is also a someone made known to us in our glorious Savior, Jesus Christ. For the Lord is for me as a mighty champion, becomes the key to understand reality. Now, I want to use two devotional things as the context, because I will admit that quote can be a little nebulous, and as you try to explain it to your 10-year-old, might not translate very well. So two devotional things. Devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus, which is nothing more than or less than trying to have a perfect adoration of Jesus in the Mass, in the Eucharist, and reflecting that love back out in the world. And the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which is the key and the power of prophecy. For that love of God, that gracious gift poured forth from the Holy Cross, when, after he said to the beloved disciple, Behold your mother, cried out that it was finished and all redemption was at hand and his heart was pierced and outflowed blood and water. The sign of baptism and Holy Eucharist. And called all the children, right? He said, When I'm lifted up from the earth, I draw all to myself. So all of the children of men 
are called to be children of God at the altar and adore at the Mass well and reflect that love beautifully in the world. And you'll probably remember when Jesus was a little baby, Mary and Joseph brought him into the temple in Jerusalem. And Simeon the prophet said to the Virgin Mary, You yourself, a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And so because the heart of Jesus comes perfectly and totally from the heart of Mary, that divine nature in perfect union with the human nature, that piercing becomes the power to see visions, dream dreams, hear prophecies to build up the church. Now, I will explain that over the course of the number of weeks of the summer. I'll post all of them online at dellscatholic.com. That's easy to remember, dellscatholic.com if you care to listen. But I want to leave you with two simple encouragements, practicalities that will help us habituate our minds to the fact that infinite existence, who is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as I have said, I will say at the Mass every Sunday the preface of the Holy Trinity. When we do it, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. And then I will confess the Trinity every Sunday to habituate our minds. I would encourage all of you good folks to make sure there is an icon of the Sacred Heart somewhere prominent in your home. If you already have one, good to go. And if it's the like 20 by 40, awesome, all right? If it's the 12 by 5, that's good too, all right? <laughs> you know? But somewhere prominent in your home so that when you get up in your morning coffee, you can see the icon of the Sacred Heart and say, Jesus, I unite all of my works today to you. Uh, when you get up in the morning and your sciatica is acting up, you can say, Jesus, I unite my pains to you for the conversion of my kids that don't practice the faith or love you anymore, right? When it's time to discipline little Jill because she smacked her little sister across the face or whatever, before she goes to time out, you take her before the icon of the Sacred Heart and say the Our Father, so they'll know mercy as well as little justice, and so on and so forth. When it's time to do your daily Bible reading, maybe you can do it there, make your time of prayer, do it there, and have that icon of the Sacred Heart be vibrant in your home life and connect that easily to the life of worship. And then secondly, start building a devotion to the Holy Rosary. Now again, I know, we've, I know I'm preaching in the choir, we've got a lot of rosary prayers in the pews today, I know that, so good on you. Uh, do it better. How about that? Okay, that's your resolution. And if you're not so firm in praying the rosary, that's okay. Let's begin, right? Let's begin. Devotion to Our Lady. Rosary is not the only devotion to Our Lady. Rosary is the highest devotion to Our Lady. The capacity as you, as you strive to worship well and reflect that love in the world. And let's just all admit, I know this is putting it too lightly. Things are weird out there. It's tough out there. Okay, let's agree on that and we'll talk about it after Mass if you want. But in the midst of all of that, to know that the Lord is for me a mighty champion. The Lord is for you a mighty champion. And the gift is not like the offense. And the blood and the gift and the might of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ can cover all and wash away all and repair all. But sometimes you and I can get in the way. And it's good to have a Marian devotion, to have our spiritual mother boot us out the door when we need to tell others about Jesus. 
or have our mother say to us, sweetie, you're being kind of a jerk right now, why don't you tone it down a little bit, all right? Our Lady is good at that. Again, more to come. Let's go to the altar peacefully on this beautiful beginning of summer, hearing St. Paul confess to us how much we are redeemed and loved in Christ. Let's do our best to have a habituation of the mind to the fact that infinite existence, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is also a person, our Lord Jesus Christ. And life in Him makes life in the world glorious, for He is for us a mighty champion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit,